Welcome to the Women of Wild podcast, where we explore what it means to be a woman. We will be discussing real life challenges from being a daughter, a wife, a mother, a single mom, and beyond. We're two friends living very different lives. One is married with all girls. The other is divorced with all boys. We're perfect bookends to speak from opposite perspectives on all the things. Our mission is to search out the heart of a woman and to pour into you wherever you are with real life wisdom, actionable steps, and application of the topics we discuss to continue our self-development into a wild woman. That is a woman of wisdom, impact, love, and dignity. So let's go. What does the highlight reel of 2022 look like for you? If you were to ask me that, maybe yesterday, because I've done some work on it since then, I would have said it's been a lot of being sick or trying to catch up from being sick this past year. That would be my summary of it. But as I began to look back, I just started looking back through my photos as one way of reflecting over this past year. There was so much more that this year held for me. A lot of positive things. I did have a lot of sickness, but I also had many positive things that I could look at and see each month when I thought my brain just focused on the negative when I looked back. But I really encourage you to look back over your photos because those tend to be the, the happy things that we take pictures of. But there are other events that we can look back at our calendar or social media posts, journals, if you journal and see the highs and lows of this past year and how I spent my time and how I'd like to do differently this next year. I think it's important to look back because I don't want my highlight reel of 2022 to just be focused on illness. It's got, there's so much more there that I'm glad I'm looking back and seeing. I had a daughter graduate high school. One went to England overseas and we got to visit her. I've, I've done a lot of neat things, started this podcast with Debbie. So there are a lot of highlights that I could have missed had I not sat down and taken the time to look at it. And that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today. Yeah, I agree. I feel like if we just rely on what we capture and hold on to in our minds, we might be missing a whole lot of good stuff there. So I think it's really a good idea to do some reflection. And what we're going to discuss today is why reflecting on the prior year is the magic sauce to planning the new year. Um, we're going to also talk about how practicing gratitude in that process is going to help um, owning our regrets over the past year and accepting our starting points that were, you know, this is new for us. We have never spent a really intentional focus on the past in order to plan the future. It's new for us. So um, accepting our starting points right where we are. Uh, we're also going to discuss getting excited about the possibilities of a new beginning, a new year, what could happen, what great things we could we could intentionally steer our ship toward, and also taking a hold of that wheel because you and I have both agreed and admitted that sometimes we just let the ship go where it wants to go. And sometimes we need to just take a hold of that wheel. And the act of reflecting back, I think, is the first step in taking control of that wheel and steering it. Um, 
the reasons we want to spend time reflecting and looking forward starts with what you just said is I don't think we have a really good balance that we hold in our brain. Like, what would you describe your last January, February, March, your first quarter as? No, I agree. And I just looking back, I saw a lot of positive things that happened in those three months when, and I think this is true for most people, but we just tend to focus on the negative. Right. But there was a lot of positive in January, February, and March. And I got through April and I could see so many good things just in the pictures I had in my phone for those dates. And I, that was good for me. And I plan to finish out the rest of the year. I do believe we need to know what we've done, what, what we struggled with and where we want to go for next year. And I will just say, you know, I have never done this before. I've never reflected this intentionally over the past year. And I've never been great at creating a vision for the coming year and following through with it. So that's really why we're doing this and sharing this out loud is because we want to do this this next year. I'm very flexible and adaptable and I can just float from one thing to the next. And those things are strengths of mine, but they can also become hindrances to accomplishing goals. And I need, I want to create a meaningful year coming up, doing the things that are important to me and that will help me move forward as, and grow as a person. And if I don't set those intentions, it's not going to happen because I'm very distractible <laughs> naturally. Yeah. And I have the personality to, now last year was not a great assessment of my normal personality. There was the grief period of losing my mom. And so last year was not a great assessment of my normal personality, but my normal personality will have 75 ideas of things that I want to do. And when you have too many things, like it does the same thing. It paralyzes you because then you just stretch yourself thin. You never finish any projects. That's, that's my cross I bear is this just, I'm, in, I'm interested in everything. We've talked about that before. And honing in and actually coming up with, a, with clarity and an idea is one step, but the idea has to go through the, the process of getting really clear and then coming up with that plan. And that's where I need a lot of help is I get super excited about the idea. I can even come up with the plan, but then executing the plan and staying committed to the course is definitely where I need to grow in my in my commitment level, in my grit, I guess you could, <laughs> could say, uh, discipline. Yeah, and um, I, I think also when we started talking about this and you were throwing out the questions of things, questions that helped us think about the, the past, like how to assess the past, what things worked, what things didn't. Um, my immediate response to that was the first few questions stirred me in a place that was very uncomfortable, especially for this past year, because I've, um, I would sum up my whole year as a, a tremendous amount of wasted time. And which is, I mean, that just makes me sick to my stomach to even think about like how much time I wasted. And so, and, and I know that's not all true. There's a lot that did happen, but 
immediately my response was, this is not going to be a fun thing to do. I don't want to look back. <laughs> I don't want to face the hard stuff, the uncomfortable stuff, the stuff that I have to own. I don't want to do that. So two personality traits that came out. Usually I want to do a hundred things and I want to avoid what's uncomfortable. And that's all part of being a seven too. So this assignment for me, I mean, you're, you're really getting me out of, outside of my comfort zone here, Sally. You're really <laughs> pushing me to grow and face some stuff. But I, I really do want to do it because I think on the other side of this, I really want to get at the end of 2023 and be able to look back and go, wow, I want that to be my response. Wow. Like a lot of stuff is going to happen because life is that way, ebbs and flows. But, but I do want to look back and say, wow, I want that to be my response. And I think we can do that. I do too. And I think as you look back, you'll see more positive things. It's just, like I said in the beginning, that initial thought, we tend to focus on the negative. Mm -hmm. You have done a lot this year. Yeah. But what you think of is this time you lost. Yeah. And we were talking a little bit about time. That is our most valuable asset, really. And we all have the same amount of it. And that's really where I think I was motivated to do this because I think of time wasted mm -hmm. on scrolling through social media, watching Netflix, what yeah. else? Just, just wasting time. And more, you know, not that those things are wrong in moderation, but I would hate, <laughs> I'd hate to add up the hours I spent doing those things and see what that came out to at the end of the year. Yeah, that would... I don't know. That would be terrible. Yeah. I don't know if that screen time app tells you your yearly usage. But I do not I want to see that number. No. But that's time we can't get back. And that's time that's really not all that meaningful. I'm going to choose to be brave and look back because I don't need to know that exact number. I know enough that I have really escaped into my scrolling and the Netflix. I know enough to just say, I don't want to do that again this year. So I'm going to be brave enough to recognize that that I used it as an escape, not in balance of rest time. It was truly an escape. And in a, in when I'm trying to avoid all the stuff I know I should be doing. So owning that, looking back and realizing I don't want to do that again. And so that's another reason I do want to look back. There's several things I don't want to do. I don't want to keep using all of these different seemingly harmless vices to avoid doing the things that's going to make me say, wow, at my 2023, you know, I'm not going to look back and go, wow, at all the Netflix series that I have watched. That's just not going to satisfy my soul at all. And I like how you use the word meaningful doing like it's the meaningful actions that's going to make me say wow and I have to be brave and committed and disciplined and the only way I'm really going to be able to have all those things is to really look back that's why you know we're still talking about why are we going to look back it's really important that we look back I need to own all the stuff that didn't give me the wow this year that's one of our goals for this wow community that we plan to start in January is to have a community. And I'm going to say a lot of it for me is selfish <laughs> because <laughs> if I know I have to show up for a group of women in this community, that is going to 
motivate me to do the work myself that has yeah. to be done. The reflection, the vision, the goals, to revisit them. I want people to ask me on a weekly basis, what meaningful things have you done this week? And if I can't come up with any, then I have not spent my time well this week. Right. It needs to be, where am I investing in myself and others, my family, my time? What really matters? And I want to have more time spent doing the things that really matter than the things that are just escaping. Yeah, and you and I have both been part of communities like this, like what we're trying to create. And we know that we have, we've been able to bear so much more fruit when we are actively involved with a community that is rowing in the same direction that you want to go. And you can ride the energy of other people. And you've been in business building programs. I've been in business building programs. And they keep you on track. And it is, mm -hmm. uh, it's really inspiring to be around other people that are trying to accomplish similar goals. And not that our, our community is not based on one specific goal. It's based off of inspiring each other to be the wild women that we want to be. Um, but goal-oriented in that very intentional living, very you know, because it's all about the, the wisdom, impact, love, and dignity. And keeping those things in mind, you know, are there areas in our lives when we look back over 2022 where wisdom, impact, love, and dignity shined? You know, and I think there is. I think if we don't sit back and look or, or give time to the past to be able to see that, we may not give ourselves credit where credit is due. And we know that confidence is built on success of prior tasks, right? So if we can go back and look at times when we really have shown up as the wisdom that, and, and made an impact and we've shown love and we've given dignity, we've been treated with dignity, then we have that memory of success to build our confidence going into the future. So I love this idea. I know that the, this the part that I really had to bring into was before, because I got so uncomfortable at the idea of doing this, I got so quick to go, oh gosh, this is a hot iron. I'm going to pull away from this. I don't want to look back. It's just going to be so uncomfortable. Um, and the way that I dealt with that was just realizing, no, even in the uncomfortable, even the, the stuff that I regret, the waste of time, the choices that I made, even in those things, there's something to be learned. And I want to just be thankful of, of the year as a whole, be thankful for the things that I'm learning because it's those regrets and owning those regrets that's going to help me plan the next, few, the next year. And I'll be able to recognize those ditches and those distractions. And hopefully, hopefully, I will be better and more disciplined at not falling into those ditches. So I'm, I'm setting myself up for gratitude in the beginning before I even get uncomfortable with what I'm owning when I reflect and saying thank you for the lessons learned. Thank you for whatever is going to come of those experiences because they're not a waste. They're never a waste. Making a list, like right up front, making a list as you go through to remember all the good stuff. Like what you were saying, you went back and looked at January, February, March, and there was so much that happened. And, it, and you know, just writing those little one-liner or a phrase or something that sparks you and goes, gosh, if I had a whole list by the end of December 2023 
that just showed me how beautiful my life was so that I wasn't defaulting to all the negative thinking. I mean, that's powerful to say, oh, my time really was blessed, regardless of my intentions, that it was blessed. Yes. And my other hope for this next year is to do this more on like a weekly and monthly basis. So I don't, so it's all there when I look back at the next year, I don't have to start from scratch, but I already have written down the highlights, the challenges, how I grew, what I learned, Mm -hmm. how God showed up faithful, you know, just different. I don't want to make it too involved because I actually started working on this and I got overwhelmed and I was like, I need to simplify it more because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> if it's too hard, takes too much time. If I have to answer a hundred questions for every month. I'm right. Not. So I really, I took it much simpler and just thought I'm going to scroll through the pictures and just try to remember what happened that month. And each month I've written like maybe four lines of not even sentences, just mm-hmm you know, phrases of what I went to this concert or I had COVID or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever happened that time. Jenna Kutcher on Gold Digger. Did you hear that one podcast where she was talking about one thing that she committed to last year was writing one sentence for her is like a, her baby's book. And she wrote one sentence every single day for her child. Uh, And one sentence could be something that happened that day or just a, a, sweet thought toward her child or whatever, but one sentence every day. So now at the end of the year coming up, she's got this whole list of sentences for her daughter for this year that kind of capsulates the entire year. And I thought if we could do one sentence every day, and it could be anything. I have actually. Did you do that? Yeah, because I I asked for this journal for Christmas last year, and I got it, and it's a five-year journal that you just write the year in. It's a small little book, and you write, it has every day of the year, and you just write one little highlight. So that's the other thing I can look back through to see what was going on every day. But it's what's neat about it is, like, I'll start again in January, and I've actually kept up with it this whole year. Um, so next year on January 1st, I'll see what I did this past year on January 1st. And you can look back at eventually five years of January 1st, 2nd, every day of the year and see what happened on those days. One of the things, as I was thinking about reviewing this past year, what does your life look like today is something to think about. Are you stuck living in the past full of regrets or what ifs? or I wish I had, or are you always thinking about the future? Like life would just be better if I could get this thing, become this person, do this, have this much money, whatever, be married, have a better spouse, (laughs) whatever it is that you think would make your life better. Um, And I found when we're too focused on the past and or the future, and it's funny to be talking about this right now because we're, This podcast is about reflecting on the past and looking forward to the future, but I think there is a time to do that that can be helpful. But if we get too stuck in one or the other, then we miss out living in the present. And 
our purpose for this podcast and talking about reflecting on this past year is so that we can live more in the present in 2023 and make those times meaningful and have, I think there's a balance of also having goals, but not thinking that's when life starts, when we reach those goals. It's about the journey. And if you haven't listened to Nina's interview on her, um, struck really her 2022 was uh, battling breast cancer and she shares a, an incredible story and we named it the journey not the destination because she she was a destination um, thinker but has learned to just focus on the journey and see that as part of her life and that's the the gift that she's gotten from this illness and Sadly, sometimes it takes facing a life or death situation for us to gain that perspective. Mm -hmm. But um, I just wanted to share that. It's an inspiring interview if you want to listen to it. But one of the things that came to my mind is don't worry about where you are starting from. I think it's good to have that reality check. Like think about where you are now because that's the only way you can figure out where you want to go. If you're at the bottom of the pit, sometimes it can be easy to think of ways that you need to improve, but it also can be overwhelming. And you might be the best you've ever been, but there's still, I'm sure, areas where you can grow. In both things, planning and reflecting and thinking about the future and being intentional are going to help both of us. You take action, me stop being compulsive (laughs) and taking the wrong action. (laughs) (laughs) But I like the idea of really taking an assessment of where you are, the starting point. And truly all of us, whether we have practiced this and and we're professionals at goal setting or if this is the first time we've ever done it, no matter where you are starting from, we are all starting today. Like this is, nobody has been where they are right now. I have never been the person I am right this minute, you know. The person I was last week informed who I am today. <laughs> and I'm not going to be the same person next week if I continue to grow and evolve and, and get better. Keep chiseling away at those areas that just are stagnant. So, I mean, that's inspiring in and of itself. Just saying, okay, you know, own your start, starting point and just be thankful that you have a starting point. We're starting from here. We could do anything we want. We could become whatever we want. And I think it's important to have big dreams, whether we think we can accomplish them or not. That's one thing I think that's scary. You talked about that earlier when we were discussing this, but it's hard to, I mean, I I know I struggle. Maybe I was the one talking about it, (laughs) like believing I can do great things, that I could make this much money, that I could accomplish these things. And I, you know, the idea of following through is hard. I struggle with follow through of things. And so that's an area that I do want to grow in. And I will say I've never been one to set goals. I still haven't set a lot of goals, except when I've been in coaching and that's someone forcing me and walking me through it. But I, I want to grow in that area. I want to have some big goals and some reasonable goals and see what I can do. And there's something empowering. When I have done it, when I have accomplished something, 
it's a good feeling. I realize I can do more than I think I can. And that's how we grow is by we all can do more than we actually think we can. Yeah. My stepmother told me that a long time ago. Um, and it was during a time of like a lot was going on at school and work and all this stuff. And she said, you know, we really are capable of doing so much more than we think we can. And not that we want to be part of the hustle culture or the, the, you know, the addiction to doing all the time because we still believe in rest. But we also need to know that we are capable of doing so much more than we think, not just in the amount and quantity, but the quality of life that we want to live, that we are capable of doing so much more than we think. And you have gifts and talents in you. And that whole saying about the, the story about meeting your maker one day and him asking you, what did you do with the gifts and talents I gave you? And you don't want to say I watched Netflix. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> I don't want to sit down and watch Netflix through my gifts and talents. There's going to be so many opportunities to show up. And I think that's the kind of people that we're trying to draw to us is, uh, those that really want to be wild women and getting excited about the possibility of the gifts and talents you have inside you and what you can do with them is really important, really connecting. And you don't have to believe it today. You just have to have a mustard seed of faith that you have more than you are experiencing. And I know that uh, something that we come up against earlier in the year, I had talked to a lot of people and did some social media posts about hoping for the future. And it was a really interesting conversation how many people said, I really just don't like to set myself up for disappointment. I don't like to have big dreams, big hopes, because they just never come true. They just never happen for me. It's just not, my, it's not in the cards for me. And I thought, well, that's one mindset. That's one way we can approach it. Or we could be really courageous because it does take courage to hope for something. To hope for something means you're being a little vulnerable in, yeah. in expectation. And being vulnerable and putting out there that you might have an expectation that is different, greater, maybe just reach for the stars kind of expectation for the year or five year, whatever plan you're looking at. But just thinking about something then greater than you have if you are super scared in that moment just to dream about something bigger, that's, that's a thing that, that, that's where coaching really helped me. And I think that I've talked about that in the past. Just I'm the kind of person that if I was building a house, I have to have plans in front of me. I can't see something that's not actually in front of me, either in a drawing or on a Pinterest picture. <laughs> I have a hard time picturing stuff that's not in front of me. Give me some kind of something, a visual in front of me so I can grasp it. But some other people are just really visionaries. They're very good at seeing something that doesn't exist yet and making it happen. And I, I, think, I think there's probably more people like me that needs a little bit of a visual, a potential. Like somebody show me the potential of what could be. For example, like uh, when my ex-husband and I built that house that we built together several years ago, it was just raw land. I couldn't see the potential of what could be there, but
but he's a visionary and had it in his mind's eye. He knew exactly what the house would look like when he went to try to create that. I have to actually see the blueprint. (laughs) (laughs) So I need something visual on paper to say this is possible. And we can do that. We can draw that piece of paper. We can get excited about the possibilities of 2023. And the biggest hindrance from that is laying down our fear of failure, laying down our fear of disappointment. Because if we aim for the stars, you know, maybe we don't reach the star, but something good is going to happen between here and the star that we're aiming for, right? Something good, something that we can't even prepare for. I think having just the intention of, or creating an action plan for the intention is what will make a difference for me. Mm -hmm. I can have all the good intentions in the world, but that doesn't get me anywhere. Right. (laughs) I need to have the action plan and it needs to be doable. Like just a little bit of something each week. Mm -hmm. There's 52 weeks. If I can just move the ball forward a little bit each week, by the end of the year, I may see some huge steps towards whatever it is I'm trying to do. Right. I can't think of it as December, 2023. I've got to think of it as like, January 1st through the 7th. <laughs> this is smaller what I bites. want to do. Smaller bites mm-hmm. so that, yeah. I need small bites because I get overwhelmed very easily and then I'll just quit. <laughs> right. If I get overwhelmed. And so I think taking things into pieces and and re- looking back at it, like it's easy to come up. I would say in the past, I probably have set goals and then I never looked at them again. <laughs> and I've got to look at them, have them in front of me, see, am, are these really things I want to do, mm-hmm. first of all? Because if I'm not doing them, maybe I'm not that committed. What is it that I really want? And what are the things in my life that are holding me back from that or helping me move forward? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I've said that already, but that's really on my mind, I guess, because there are things I want to do better next year. One of the things I was talking about earlier with you was, you know, spending meaningful time with my family. And I'll just tell you, my sister had listened to, she listens to my podcast, my younger sister. Well, they're both younger, but my youngest one, Katie. And she was like, you know, you were saying how close we are. And we are close as a family, but she's like, but you're not, every time I ask you to do something, you're busy or you're not spending time with me. And I thought, yeah, you know, I really want to be more intentional about spending time with my family, my parents who are getting older, my nieces who are getting older before it's not cool to hang out with your aunt anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like I I need to spend these in more intentional time yeah. with my family that I love and that lives close by. And that's so that's one of the things I'm already working on, but want to be more intentional because that's meaningful. That's stuff that I need to spend time on work and other things, but what really matters to me most is relationships. Yeah. Um, I think I can relate to that too. You just kind of get a little comfortable and sometimes it's just easier to relax at home than it is to actually make plans and go do something. And it takes, it takes intention and it takes, um, it takes effort. Relationships take effort. Mm -hmm. 
And I think I can relate to that in the same sense that I, one of the things that I love so very much is traveling and hiking. And it's two things that I've let fall to the side because it was just easier to stay home and relax. And it wasn't that I was not wanting to go travel. It was that it just took effort that I didn't want to put forth. And now I look back thinking, I wish I had not stayed home so much. <laughs> you know, that actually is one of my regrets. Uh, and, and just realizing that for me, um, I, have to, I have to be willing to put forth the effort and stop just relaxing at home. You know, there's a time for that. We, we know that there's a time for that and we have to balance that. But it's too much. I, I gave in too much to just being content at home. And um, I think going through the transition of the kids not needing me so much and all of a sudden I have a lot more liberated time, it, part of me didn't know really how to utilize it well <laughs> because it just kind of can't happen so fast with the kids being so independent this year. Um, but this year I am not going to relax at home as much. I am definitely going to take time to, to commit to hiking trips, to commit to getaways and traveling. It's very important to me. That's so exciting just to think about that in, a, in and of itself. Like I'm not going to sit at home as much but, as I did. We were talking about how you were just saying you have to make the plans or it's not going to happen, right? And we were talking about off air before we started recording how I got into a terrible habit this year. I just kept letting myself off the hook of making plans and committing to things because of whatever excuse I was using, but it was an actual habit that set in where I was just kind of going with the flow. If somebody else made plans, I'd show up, but I didn't make any plans. I didn't make those commitments. And luckily I'm in a friend group that's really active. Or I probably wouldn't have left the house. In 2020, I know a lot of terrible habits for a lot of people set in. Um, I've stopped going to the library. That was something I would do every week. I haven't been to the library since the shutdown. Like that habit just fell away. And it got replaced with horrible habits, like not making plans. <laughs> and I think, <laughs> uh, I think you're exactly right, that we have to make the plans, take time and energy and focus to make plans. Even short-term plans week by week. But then, you know, the idea of like setting goals is so scary because we're so out of the habit of just committing to making plans. Um, and for me, I think that that's something that I, I think in visuals, I think in pictures. And when we were talking about the habits, I do have to own that, that I've really, I've got a lot of terrible habits that I've started this past year, lazy habits. Um, and it's the opposite of meaningful action what you were talking about. And um, I think for me, the picture that I want to have in my head is I'm taking a hold of the, the steering wheel on that ship and I'm going to start steering this ship a little bit more instead of just relying on my friends to make all these commitments that are really fun. I'm going to make commitments. I'm going to make plans for things that I want because we can just keep sitting back on the boat and let it float. But the things that we want are never, we're never going to just accidentally run into the things that we want. I mean, if they are really right. truly worthy things, they're going to require intention, attention, commitment, discipline. And I do want things. I mean, we talked on a previous episode to practice wanting things. I think to wrap up, why don't we 
briefly talk through these 10 questions to think about as you're reflecting on the past year. And again, don't get over bogged down in this because that's where I can, you don't have to answer every question for every month. But as you're thinking back, these are some things you can be thinking about. Um, and the first one is where did you succeed? Whatever that it looks like for you. I think it's important to also look in these different areas of our lives. It's not all, don't focus all on one thing, like maybe work or parent, you know, being a parent or wife or whatever it is that you do. Mm -hmm. But um, try to look at all different areas of your life, mm -hmm. where you might have grown. Um, what did you enjoy most? Where did you fail? What regrets do you have? And again, be gracious to yourself. Right. We're looking at these failures and regrets as ways to grow, not ways to beat ourselves up. Right. Um, I think it's, if you did have regrets, how can you, what, what needs to change this next year? Mm -hmm. You know, like we talked about watching too much Netflix. Yeah. You know, that doesn't mean you can't watch any, but if that's a regret, what steps can be taken to, you know, make this next year a little bit different? Um, what lessons did you learn? What will you do differently? What is the status of your goals? And again, like I was saying, I often make goal. you know, I'm one of those people who would come up with some New Year's resolutions or create goals and then I never look at them again. Mm -hmm. I think keeping, and one of the things I want to do um, in the WOW community is at the end of every month, look at our goals and see where we are. So that, and that's, again, for me, because I want to build the habit of revisiting them. Yeah. And not just kind of coming up with these things in January and forgetting about them for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's that's the way that you steer the ship. If you keep letting go of the wheel, it's, you're just not going to get what you want, mm -mm. what you truly want. What do you need to do more of? Or what do you need to do less of? Mm -hmm. One of the things uh, I've been listening to people who are successful, because I think that's one of the ways for me to grow. <laughs> and they have learned to let go of a lot of things and to focus on just a few things. Because I've had many seasons in my life where I do way too many things mediocrely. If that's a word. Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying that right. <laughs> Everything can be turned into an L-Y adverb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but... You know, if I only focus on a few things, I can do them with excellence. And what are those few things? So I know there's probably many things I need to stop doing in order to make room for the things that I really want to do well. Yeah, you just hit my pain and, point. <laughs> and that's a tough one. You know, I don't like to say no. I like to say yes. And a lot of the things are things I actually want to do mm -hmm. or things I'm excited about, but I can't do it all got to be able to say no to good things sometimes. Yeah. So that, you know, one of the books I'm reading is The Best Yes. And, uh, you know, I want to say yes to the best yeses, not the good yeses. Yeah. Yeah, every time you say yes, you're saying no to something else. I think it's important to have new goals, even if it's just a character thing, like working on being more assertive or um, enforcing your boundaries. You know, it can be something like that. It doesn't have to be you know, 
start a new business. <laughs> so it doesn't have to be something right. really massive. Um, but I think something new is super important to keep the embers of desire going in us, you know, to fan the flame of just doing better, doing more, um, you know, what doesn't change or what doesn't grow dies. And we want to be women that are constantly growing. We want to be women that are constantly um, becoming more chiseled and refined, you know, better like wine. <laughs> As we age, we don't want to, we don't want to sit back and just let time pass us by. We have, we're on mission until we meet our maker. And a new goal, I think, is really important. Bringing on something new every year. And we're talking about year, but honestly, I like how you say it is, you know, we could, we could set it out as a year, but every month and every quarter is, should be an assessment of how are things going? How do you really feel? How really committed? How much do you really want it? All those things. And um, I like the idea of just setting it out as though it's a year, but we're going to reassess after January, after February, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It makes it a little bit more doable. It's like eating the elephant. Let's just chop it up into little tiny pieces. We can cast the vision out there for a year, but we're gonna we're just gonna nibble away at it a little bit at a time. I'm inspired. Yes, I think I like the idea of dreaming big, but I also can get overwhelmed. And so it's gotta be that's where I need yeah. help, I think, too, from other people to help me break things down into yeah. manageable pieces. Because if it's unmanageable, I'll just quit. Yeah, we all do. If it's <laughs> unmanageable, we'll just drop it. We'll, we'll let the wheel of that ship go. <laughs> because a lot of times it truly is manageable when we want to just scrap the whole plan. And it really does not need to be mm -hmm. scrapped. It really just needs to be refined, pivoted, altered. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. uh, what's that saying? Right. Of, if the plan doesn't work, change the plan, not the goal, not the goal post. Yeah. If it's the plan that's the problem. Mm -hmm. We just have to change the plan. But sometimes it's the goal too. Like you'll get to that point and go, do I really want this? Is this something I really want to spend my time on? And that's what the community is there is to help with the clarity and the decision-making and the action. Quick reminder of why we spend time reflecting and then looking forward. Um, at the end of December, we really want to feel what? At the end of December 2023. Um, I know how I feel right now. It's easy for me to say, instead of going, oh, wasted so much time, I want to feel the wow. The wow of December 2023. That is my goalpost. And there's a lot of things that can happen between January and December to make that wow come out. It doesn't have to be huge. But how do you want to feel at the end of December 2023? What would it feel like to have accomplished or completed certain things in 2023 that you envision now that bring you there to that point? How would it feel? How do you want to feel? Uh, and that's the reason why we reflect. And that's the reason why we're going to try to chisel out a plan and work with you and come alongside you and helping you make that envision be a reality in your life. Do you have any key takeaways? I do. I was just thinking about that. And I like the idea of 
steering the ship instead of just floating along. And my personality type, I've just been someone very content with floating Mm -hmm. for probably most of my life. But I, you know, maybe it's getting older and seeing like I'm probably past that halfway point. (laughs) You know, I want to make the rest count. And so I really, I do want to steer the ship and do live the most that I can with the time I have left mm-hmm. and, um, and not just float through where I have regrets. Um, like you said, to look back, I'd love to look back at the end of 2023 and just be amazed by what I accomplished, by the relationships I have, by how I grew, what I learned, um, those kind of things. I, I want to look back with fondness and not, not, I don't want my first thought to be, I felt like I was sick the whole time or catching up from being sick. Right, right, exactly. And I want my first thought to be positive. I mean, that doesn't mean there won't be challenges. There will certainly be many challenges next year, I'm mm-hmm. sure. But how did I face those and grow mm-hmm. and learn throughout the process? Yeah. How about you? Well, since one of my con- convictions that uh, has kept me from meeting my goals in the past is that I spread myself thin and I take interest in everything. So those compulsive actions, I want to turn those into, and I love how you said it, meaningful actions. So when I, every yes that I say this year, I want to, I want to really stop and think about it. I don't want to be compulsive and I want the things that I say yes to, to be uh, things that are going to steer me toward and uh, those goals that I have for the year. I don't want to take on 10 new ideas. <laughs> I, wa- I, I want to commit to them and have meaningful action towards those. I want to be committed to those, those goals that I already have in my brain. Because I think a lot of that is avoiding. Uh, you know, I'll take on another thing. And that, that usually it's to avoid stuff. So it, rather than being compulsive, I want to be meaningful in my actions. I want to know that the actions that I'm taking, the commitments that I'm making are in line with where I want to go. You know, if I'm steering this ship, I can't just, you know, squirrel it to the left every time I see something sparkly. <laughs> I can't do that. I'm never going to get to my destination. And I know that you and I are capable of great things. And we, if we commit to the things that I think God has already put it on our hearts as we reflect on 2022. And we really, for for the WOW community, for the podcast itself, we really hone in on the things that we want to bring into reality for the WOW community and the podcast. I think that we can do really great things beyond all the other stuff in life that we want to do. Well, I think that wraps this up. So until next time, stay wild. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review. Let us know what you liked and what your main takeaways were. We'd also love to know what topics you'd want to hear about on future episodes. To connect with us further on social media or to learn more about our services, click on the links in the show notes or email us at womenofwildpodcast at gmail.com. And if you know anyone that would benefit from hearing this episode, please share it. To continue the discussion about this episode, join us in our private Facebook group. The link will be in the show notes. Until next week, 
stay wild.